Welcome to another episode of the Young, Dumb and Broke podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about hustle culture, burnout, and why Shimmy and probably I need to rethink a lot of stuff about our lives. Introduce yourself, my good friend and co-host, Shimmy Morris. Say hello. I am Shimmy Morris. I run a YouTube channel and various other social media platforms as well as that. Do a bit of print on demand and other businesses, which we will discuss at some point in this video, in this episode, probably. I'm just Excellent. so used to videos. <laughs> he slips into his YouTube persona. That was my YouTube voice as well. I'm going to try and change. We haven't done an episode in so long. It's been a while. It's been a while. We had a holiday. Yeah. Without actually having... I had a holiday. I had a great time. I haven't been anywhere. But you haven't had a holiday. In a while. Diddums. It's fine. I'm going away next week. I'm good. Very exciting. Right. So we're talking about hustle. Yep. Hustle culture. Yep. But before we do that, if you're listening to this podcast... Head on to Apple Podcasts if you're an Apple user. Leave us a review. Make it five stars. If you want to write something funny or interesting or humorous, if we remember, we'll read them out. We do really appreciate all the reviews we get. It, we don't actually know what it does, if it helps, if it doesn't help, but I think it helps. And I think uh, it does help. That's why it's there. If we want to try and get to the number one podcast in business, <laughs> then we're going to need a lot more reviews than four. Well, so I hope we're, we're climbing up the rankings in Bulgaria as we have been. <laughs> lately all these <laughs> countries that we find ourselves ranking in yeah we need one of uh hometown countries but either way so we wanted to talk about this topic because we what had spurred this tell me before before we get into it tell me because i know but what spurred you wanting to talk about this topic in particular it's funny so i've seen lots of people who've started things in lockdown like what we would call a side hustle but really just a little, maybe it's like a food thing, like a, I don't want to sort of name and shame because it's not fair, but people who started food-based businesses in lockdown and then I've seen lots of them gradually close or people saying, oh, I'm going to be spending less time on this because they're going back to work or they're going back to work and they also want to have a life which they didn't have in lockdown, so they just did that instead. And which, that really annoys you, doesn't it? Well, I wouldn't say it annoyed me. It interested me. It annoyed me a bit because I'm a very irritable person. <laughs> but it interested me because my thing was, well, don't close it down. Just like spend less time on it or or do it when you really feel like it. I think people have an interesting relationship with the thing they started in lockdown. Um, I, like, I, I would love to explore it more with some people. Yeah, all right. Um, but the, the idea of a side hustle... And like, were they really side hustles or were they something else? Well, I just don't think, well, when we define side hustles and we will a bit later on, but what we're saying was, you know, someone would do something they really enjoy. But if you really did enjoy that thing, could you shut it down just so easily? Like if it's a thing that takes up a lot of time and it's time you'd rather be spending with your friends or out that you couldn't do before or doing other things you enjoy that you couldn't do before this was the replacement then stop it close it down don't do it anymore do the thing you actually like doing but if i just feel like you didn't you didn't need to close it you can keep doing it but just less because say you sell 50 pounds a week worth of stuff that's 50 pounds a week more than you had before but and this it is probably isn't going to need to take too much of your time but and this, it's this fun is, hang on this is coming from the person who wants to stop his side hustle even though it's doing really well, making a lot of money. <laughs> so it's a bit hypocritical there, no? No, because it's, it's not hypocritical because I want to wind down one of the things I do to increase the amount of time I can spend doing things, other things I want to do that maybe I would enjoy more now. Fair. I'm not 
I enjoy lots of things. Not all of them can be things I spend ages doing and it's going to wax and wane what I want to spend time doing. And not all of them have to actually make money. You could just enjoy something no. for the sake of enjoying it. That's true. So what's a side hustle? Like in your head, before we like, I looked up a good definition, I've kind of got it, but like in your mind, what's a side hustle? To me, a side hustle is something you're doing extra as well as actually having a job. So let's say you have a nine to five, a side hustle is something you're spending an hour or so on in the evening or maybe in the morning or lunchtime, um, maybe a passion project, something you really enjoy and you know, hoping it will go somewhere, but fully understanding that it might not go anywhere. Yeah, that's a pretty solid understanding of it. I think the main thing that came out of some things I sort of read and listened to about def defining a, sign, a side hustle was it's not a second part-time job. So you don't have your, your job and then a part-time job and that part-time job is a side hustle. That's a part-time job. That's an actual thing. A side hustle is purely something you just enjoy that doesn't necessarily give you loads of money, but you really love doing it and it doesn't take up too much time. It's purely for the passion and the joy of doing it. There's a moment where a side hustle can become a second job or even a third or fourth, being realistic. There's a point where it can become that, but it doesn't need to start out as that. A lot of people, from what I've been reading um, and listening to over the last couple of weeks when we've been thinking about this episode, a lot of people panic in the early stages of a side hustle when it doesn't become a second job. It doesn't start replacing income. And they think, oh my God, my side hustle is supposed to be a second job. But it's, it's not. not. It's supposed to be a side thing just for fun it takes ages i think about but it can as well. make money think, and if you think about it in the sense that setting up a company um can take months and months to actually turn a profit make money and here we're talking working you know 10 11 12 hours every single day when we talk about a side hustle we're talking about working an hour or two on your side hustle i mean people have to get it out of their heads that they think it should turn a profit or it should start making money within three months i mean Put it three years down the line because if you think about the amount of time you spend on it compared to how long you spend on an actual business, it's not even comparable. So like for me, m five years ago, six years ago maybe at this point, my side hustle was YouTube, right? I was doing YouTube when I could. I would post a video. I would try and post a video every single day and do it as quickly as possible. And it would be, I would do that after I had done that day's work. And then over time, four years worth of time, it started actually paying me some money and becoming a thing. Yeah. And now it's your main thing. Because I loved it so much as a side hustle. I've And I love that. I love that now. You know, it was a side hustle because I was passionate about it. And now because it's, I, I, I never gave up on it for so long, that side hustle, I can say, has become a full-time thing. And now the next side hustle, who knows what's going to happen in five years' time. Yeah. So for me, I have my full-time job as social media marketing. I then have what started as a side hustle in my tutoring and has now become too much, i.e. it's now basically a second job and I need it to not be because I can't have two jobs, I need can have one. Um, and I want to do this podcast. So at the moment, this podcast is my side thing. I love doing it. It's really fun. I don't spend loads of time on it. So this podcast is my side hustle. Within, for you though, you're a YouTuber with lots of other businesses and things going on. Right. Even though we did talk about how you closed one of them. What's your side hustle? So how does it work when you're a YouTuber, which most people wrongly would think in their head is a side thing? It's your main thing. Right. And you do very well with it, may I add. 
Thank you. Uh, it's really hard because everything I do kind of adds to YouTube. So like affiliate marketing, print on demand, um, sponsorships, anything like that. All these areas which are on their own small and could be considered, oh, I only spend an hour or two on them a day, could be considered a side hustle. They're not really because they all they're all part of the big game. So for me, for example, this podcast as well is a side hustle for me. We both spend an hour and a half, maybe two hours a week on this. Really nothing crazy. But we're going to do this for such a long time where hopefully, you know, a year or two down the line, I would love it if, you know, we had a full production team and this was like the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> that would be flipping amazing. And that's just because I genuinely love doing this. And I... I I think it's worth it to put in the time, make no money from it, just to do it because we purely enjoy it. Another side hustle of mine is my YouTube tech channel, right? It's got somewhat like 700 subscribers or something, maybe 10, 11 videos, and it makes no money. I try and make a video once a week. The video takes ages to make, so I focus maybe 20, 30 minutes on it a day, very much like a side hustle. And hopefully down the line, I would absolutely love it if, uh, if it was like a main thing. I posted a tech video every single week and or maybe twice a week that was getting millions of views basically um mkbhd like that yeah. would be my dream but did you see speaking of dreams did you see the studio yeah did you see the tour of his studio with oh my god that's gosh. my dream that that studio tour i would hardly recommend it it's marcus brownie's studio i think it's in la i don't know but it's it's that phenomenal. The That's the dream. The, the, the computers alone <laughs> are hundreds of thousands. Some of the comments were like, oh, he must have spent 100 grand on this. Some of the computers, these, just one computer, they're like $70,000. It's yeah. ludicrous. But yeah, but so that's my dream, to have a huge warehouse with all the offices, all the people, and just being a creative. Forget the computers. They had like 18 red cameras in the studio. I know. It's, it's nuts. Mad. And it's one, one of them was just, just for one shot. Yeah. Mad. Always there, <laughs> always there for one shot. That's a thirty grand camera for one shot. Yeah, like is it necessary? He he, he will he will very yes. much admit it's not necessary. But do you know what, do you want to know what's crazy? More crazy about the studio than the studio. So he's got what like how many millions? He's got quite a few million, 10, 11 million? I don't know. He's got quite a few million subscribers. His studio channel, before he even posted his first video, as soon as he posted about it, three hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. He posted his first video, 400,000 views, millions of views, 500,000 subscribers. Like, it's just, like, uh, for him, his studio project was his side hustle for about five minutes before it became a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. Well, I feel like it's it's like they, there's this thing about really, really wealthy people, their money makes money. I feel like with these days, like followers and subscribers, if you have loads of them, they'll make more. Yeah. Like, it, they just will. And also you have to, everyone's definition of side hustle, I think, is a bit different. So his definition of a side hustle will be that channel, even when it's on 3 million subscribers. Right. Whereas my definition of a side hustle is a channel on 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. Right. So I think everyone, and, and I know you've got this definition from wherever, but I think everyone's definition has to be taken into account what they're doing currently. If you've got a lawyer who's working 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., their definition of a side hustle could just be sleep yeah no, <laughs> literally or it could be the 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 thing they're doing on their phone or on the way home from work on the train like yeah, well they don't need a side hustle for that that will come to in a sec because we want to talk a little bit i feel like you can't have a conversation and actually on researching it there's no way to talk about the idea of a side hustle without talking about hustle culture and you can't talk about hustle culture without talking about burnout so for you 
we're going to come to burnout shortly, but let's spend a couple minutes on hustle culture. What's hustle culture? Well, you do a lot more about hustle culture than I do. Um, but like to you, what does it mean? Like, do you feel like you're part of hustle culture in your life? Well, if I'm being pretty honest, this whole idea of a, a hustle culture, I learned about today when I was reading all these articles you sent me. I've never really thought about hustle culture. I thought about hustling, and which to me just means working your ass off to reach a goal and not being lazy or, or becoming complacent. But this whole, I didn't realize it was like a thing, this whole hustle culture thing. It's really interesting. And that's where I read these articles. I said to you, I'm changing my life. I don't like being in this culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a hyped up version of workaholic, being a workaholic. It's like obsessively loving the idea of working really, really, really hard all the time. And usually to make money. So obsessive over, obsessing over money, basically. It's, do you know what? Genuinely, it's less about money. Like if you're in the culture, if you're listening to the people, it's not about the money. It is. It is for this dreamland mystery utopia of having loads of money and being really successful. But it's just work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. Like Elon Musk is a, has been or is a proponent of it. He said things like, you know, nobody ever changed the world on a 40 hour work week saying that you should be doing 80 minimum, peaking at 100. Um, yeah, what was that? That was the article where that woman was doing 130 well, hours. Claiming to do 130. Blue, was it uh, Yahoo, right, right? Someone from Yahoo, yeah. Which is 18 and a half hours a day around that. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's just absolutely ludicrous. When you factor in sleep, going to the toilets, eating, you know. Well, she famously said that if you can do it, if you monitor how often you go to the toilet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and I know you say it's not about money. It's 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 about the work. But I think it is about the money. And just no one wants to be the person to admit that's what they are obsessed with. It is that. Obviously, that's the thing that occupies like their end goal. Their end goal is having loads of money and being successful and living the life they want to live. But their way to get there is just by working really, 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 really hard all the time, nonstop. Right. And that's what was so interesting with this article that you sent. And we'll we'll, we'll put all the links yeah. somewhere if we can. But um, it was saying how if you just focus on your time a bit and realize that it's not about working 20 hours a day to make all this money. If you focus on your time and actually take breaks at the right time and, 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 and work on yourself as part of your system, you'll actually probably end up making more money, which is what I found super interesting. It said... It said something like, if you take a break and do something you enjoy, you know, like, let's say for me, like, go and play the guitar, or you as well, something like that, right? Um, or go for a walk or, or exercise or something. It could actually help you in the long run, and you could actually find yourself growing a lot faster than if you just work, 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 work. That's super interesting, because one of the components of hustle culture is the idea that everything in your life has to be geared towards success. So... You take breaks because it will make you more successful at work. You have a it's like a side interest or photography because it will be better for you in the long run. That's not doing photography for photography's sake. That's it's doing it because it will make you better at this job crazy. that will get you more money. So, for example, I think often all the time, like when I'm choosing that difficult conversations I might have to have with parents, you know, is preparing me better for difficult conversations I'm going to have to have in the future. Uh, where every interaction you have is framed for work, that's the like the most sort of sneaky part of hustle culture because meditation 
it's good for you because it means you'll be more focused uh getting better sleep is good for you because it means you can stay focused during those like gary v think leads back to work you gary don't do v, anything for the sake of doing it yeah gary v who we both know and appreciate and like in different ways at different times for example he is one of the best marketers in the world right when it comes to marketing listen to the guy he really knows what he's talking about but he will also often talk about grind and hustle and all of that so he will do this thing where like get nine hours sleep get eight hours sleep but make sure you're doing something in those remaining 16 or 15 hours that's his thing is like do what you need to do to be successful and to have good sleep but it's for work it's not for sleep it's for work spend time with your family because it means you could maybe do half an hour more time with your family it means you'll be half an hour more likely to have more work time because they appreciated you being there right. like it's all geared towards work so like that to me would be the definition of like hustle culture yeah where you just don't do anything for the sake of doing it if yeah. you're going on a holiday you want to make that instagram t- to grow your social media to maybe one day become an influencer or yeah. everything i mean i literally just did it genuinely you I did i mean it's just crazy <laughs> i'm just I, I this is breaking me apart i'm trying to think of of the last thing i did for the sake of just doing it so we need to be a little bit careful because we get into confirmation bias territory here because it does seem like everything we do is for the sake of work so i just went on holiday i hit quite a difficult period of burnout and sort of mental tiredness that was going to lead me to a place of not being in a good mental health position which is not good for me given my (laughs) experience go and check out a mental health episode (laughs) (laughs) so i sort of went on holiday but i took not camera gear but like camera stuff and i wanted to make videos I want to do that because I really enjoy it, which is great. But also because maybe more people will follow me on Instagram. Maybe I'll be better at making videos for my job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I took notepads with me so that I knew that I would get to a mental place where I could be calmer and more relaxed and have good ideas for my job and for my jobs, which is, I don't think that's so bad. I don't think it's so bad either. It's not evil. You can't control what you think about. And if I really love my job, which I do, and it interests me and I'm passionate about it, then it's obviously going to leak into the rest of my time as well. That's yeah. fine. And I'm just thinking, like, when I go on holiday, I I genuinely enjoy taking photos and videos, even though part of my mind knows that, that those are going on social media, which could eventually lead somewhere. That's not the reason I'm taking them. I'm taking them because, like, as in if you walk around my flat, you'll see photos everywhere because I like taking those photos. I like displaying them. I, I, I enjoy it. Um, so I don't think it's actually such a bad thing that a percentage of what you do is obviously going to come back to work because I feel like we can relate everything somehow, some way back to work. Right. Mm. Um, but, but like, like you taking your camera and taking videos, you love doing that. It was fun setting up and walking past the shot and doing that. Like you, you yeah. were genuinely enjoying it and you weren't feeling stressed out by it. Bloody and exhausting. I'll tell you that, <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't like worried about the, the, like, like, like if it would do well or stressed or anything like that. Like for example, when you well, they sh- did terribly. I, I really but don't care because exactly, it was fun. Exactly, exactly. If you were shooting one for work and it does terribly, you feel deflated like you've wasted your time and you've got to fix it. Whereas when you're on holiday and you take a bad photo and you post it and it doesn't get as many likes. I mean, I know people who will be very upset, but if I'm thinking back to me, I, I don't give a shit. Like, it doesn't make a difference in my life. I've got that photo. I know it's a fantastic photo. Mm-hmm. I'm happy and I'm relaxed and I'm chilled. Um, and it's, it's just, I mean, so I wouldn't relate that back to hustle culture so much. 
in that no, sense. I mean it's but it's it's a sort of an element of it where even when I was not working and on holiday and like officially taking a break from thinking about work, I still prepared to think about it and do it. Like I didn't just happen to have paper while I was there. I deliberately took a large sort of A3 notepad thing so I could scribble down ideas and I but I love doing that. That's really fun. Yeah. That might sound incredibly nerdy to lots of people listening. No, I just But I, I like doing yeah. it. And so while I'm on holiday, I'm gonna do the things I enjoy doing. Yeah, I mean the way I look at it, the way I see it is this. You've got like two types of uh, a state of mind, right? One is where your mind is like full to the brim, you're slightly stressed, you know, everything you're doing is important and and you're feeling pressured for every task. And then you go on holiday, or even if you don't go on holiday, but you can do some of those exact same tasks, but because the pressure is off it's now become fully enjoyable um it w- like for example for me writing down ideas and brainstorming and coming up with youtube videos if i did that today and i can't come up with any ideas i'd be stressed the fuck out like i'd be like okay a uh, uh, writer's block i need to figure this out when i'm on holiday i'll take my book because i know i'm going to be uh, in a relaxed state where bam you know video idea write it down and then an hour later oh another video idea write it down and I will at no point feel stressed. And if I can't think of a video idea, I would be like, oh no, I can't think of any ideas because I won't actively be trying. But that's why I, I would have assumed you'd take your book because you'll be at a state of mind where you're so relaxed, mm-hmm. you'll actually come up with so many more ideas because you've got no other pressures on your mind like you would in a normal work day. Well, yeah, well, that's what happened. That's sort of why I went away is I was, my job is strategy. My job is to think of ideas. Oh gosh. That's my job. And I, was get, I got to a place where I couldn't think of anything. I had, I hit burnout and it was really, really bad. And I've got a great boss who was sort of understanding. was like, look, I get it. You're in this place. Let's try and make sure we don't get there again. Um, but it was not good. So let's let's it's give a definition. Though. It is inevitable. You will get there again. But I'd like not to. <laughs> I just don't understand how that's physically possible. We're going we're gonna to talk about it towards the end. All right, go on. Um, so let's talk about a definition. Let's have from the WHO, everyone's favorite organization these days <laughs> yeah. they they recently added burnout to their list of sort of medical well actually really they didn't classify it as a medical condition but they've listed it in some way to be related to that they say that burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that hasn't been successfully managed it's characterized by three dimensions feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion Increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job. You start hating your job and the people at it. (laughs) And then reduced professional efficacy. So you're not as good at your job as you used to be. So you're feeling tired. You're not happy about the job that you have or the work that you're doing. Or you're just sort of distancing from it and you are not as good at it. So I was 100% there. They continue by saying it's specifically a phenomena, got it out, (laughs) in the occupational context. Shouldn't be applied to describe experiences in other areas of life because that is where you get into mental health. Yeah. Really. Like lots of those things I just say are are also symptoms of depression and anxiety. But that's something else. This is like work-based stress specifically. So... I was in a place where I couldn't think of ideas very well. And if I did, I would second guess them a lot. We did a campaign. Probably shouldn't say this. We did a campaign that changed nine times during it because I kept disliking what the campaign was because 
the initial idea was a tired idea, then the second idea was a tired idea, the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and the ninth. They were all brain, Josh's brain was tired ideas. I didn't like any of them, so it kept changing. Right. Not in radical ways. I didn't change the name of the brand or anything. But like enough, so the, the campaign wasn't very successful. It was all over the place. Because it was all over the place, conceptually. Um, and I was very tired <laughs> all I mean, the time. I just wonder if anyone else is feeling like this. Like, if you didn't know what burnout is, are you, whoever's listening, are you feeling like you could potentially be on the brink of burnout? Or are you already burnt out, but you're you're just plugging it. through? Yeah. Like, I think I was burnt out and used to it for months. And then something happened. And I just lost the ability to think. <laughs> and like it lasted two weeks because I couldn't go on holiday for two weeks. I had it booked in and everything. Right. That might be what it was. I kind of focused on the fact that I was going to be away and I realized how tired I was. Maybe that was what it was. Who knows? But um, do you feel burnout? Because when I mentioned it the other day, you were like, oh, I probably am. And then when I sent you the running order with all this stuff, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, I don't know because... All this time, I've never really thought of the definition of burnt out or, or doing something wrong or whatever. But like, when I read all those articles, I read this running order and like I really started looking into it. I was like, um, I need to change. Like, this is not okay. Uh, so I don't know. Am I burnt out? I don't know because I can still think of ideas. I came up with three really really good video ideas today, and one of them, you know should go semi-viral for my size like, like 10 20 000 views and like in that sense am i burnt out i don't know but um one thing that you I, don't need to be i'm not trying to no say i know i know but then i don't know what definition of burnout is like for example i get like i've been getting a lot of headaches not getting much sleep so in that sense maybe um but maybe my experience of burning out is not the same as yours maybe my experience of burning out isn't that i lose the ability to come up with new ideas it could just be that my level of stress gets so high that the ideas I'm executing aren't as good as they could be. Um, or, you know, just getting ill. Yeah. Maybe going on holiday for a week. Or, or even not necessarily going on holiday because these articles were saying that going on holiday is not the answer to fix burnout. But either way, who knows, me going away for a week, maybe I'll come back feeling so refreshed. I won't be getting headaches and all these kind of things. So am I burnt out? I'll be completely honest with you, I, I don't know. Um diagnose me <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i'm not gonna do that but also because you don't have to be it you might be you also might not be right. not everybody is um so i think one of the hardest parts about that definition from the who is they say it's it's work only but however the last 18 months work has been at home so there's been a thing that work has Works bled everywhere. into it's always there. But, and it's all the time yeah right if you're a working parent you 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 do parenting stuff with your kids and then you work and then they need something so you'll be a parent again then you're working and it all kind of bleeds and merges into one thing so it's possible that the mental ill health that has come as a result of the pandemic that let's be honest was already happening could be a mix of work-related burnout because people have been working harder it's been more difficult and more stressful obviously plus general mental health issues going on they're all merging together burnout maybe can't only be considered a work thing because work isn't in a distinct place from one's personal life and for you you work at home you now work with your wife i love so that like <laughs> so obviously you love it of course you do but it's like are you burnout or do you just have some of the symptoms of some mental health things maybe 
Yeah, who knows? But also, I don't know, because I ain't a psychologist or a doctor. <laughs> um, but that's, I think, the, the hard part is burnout. If it has to be at work, well, then nobody's burnt out because nobody's just at work anymore. But you think, I don't... I don't You'll have you mental be, health problems. I don't think you can be burnt out. L'chaim. L'chaim. I don't think you can be burnt out from life because you can't just stop life. Like You can't just be like to your two-year-old, I'm going on holiday. Figure your own <laughs> shit out for a while. I'm burnt out. I can't deal with no, you anymore. No, but maybe maybe people are burnt out from life, and that's where the, the mental health epidemic. Life. Yeah, that's the, then that that leads to the whole you know mental health stuff. But I think being burnt out from life is a lot harder to solve than being burnt out from work because that's true. Fixing your life, yes, obviously there are probably ways you can do that. But again, neither of us are experts in this field. You know, if you've got kids and stuff, it's going to be very different. But being burnt out at work, there are definitely things you can do. Um, if, again, if if you think you might be feeling burnt out or or, or anything really, because I think everyone's definition will be different. Like 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 you said, your definition of burnout was you couldn't think. My definition of burnout maybe is b- getting ill every single day. So there are there are actual symptoms. So I'm getting this now from the NHS website. Symptoms of prolonged periods of stress, which is what burnout is. Yeah. Right. They include, but aren't limited to, and again, go on the NHS website. I want to guess these. Heart palpitations slash and including increased blood pressure, headaches and migraines, muscle tension, muscle injuries, fatigue, lack of energy, a change in appetite, stomach problems, sleep problems, anxiety and or depression or feelings of sadness and moroseness, irritability and anger and having emotional outbursts of all kinds. Those are all symptoms of feeling stressed for long periods of time i think i'm stressed <laughs> <laughs> so stress isn't a bad thing and the nhs actually have genuinely a really really good um little thing called burn how to avoid it and look after yourself and they sort of have this sort of five stage process of what they call stress intelligence which i really really liked the first one being stress awareness again i'm, I'm sort of summarizing stress awareness being knowing what triggers and causes your stress and where your limits are or aren't stress knowledge understanding stress as a thing and in detail specifically to you how it affects you and how it affects your life self-care being number three which is basically just committing to moments or periods of caring about yourself yeah focusing on you which is good then there's lifestyle management that Which basically cool. was where probably where I am now. I need to manage the lifestyle to avoid burnout. There are things I need to change and do in order to not hit burnout again right. as badly as I did recently. Right. Which are all doable. And then there's, which I really like, number five was everyday energy, which I'm going to put on my whiteboard because I love it. And I might remember to do it. Essentially creating moments in your everyday to bring you joy and or relaxation. Do something for 10 minutes a day that you just like doing and that is relaxing, which is... So for you, could be playing the guitar. Yeah, but like a a focused moment of it, not just like what I do, watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine at the end of the day. That is fun, but it's not like going for a walk or for me playing guitar or whatever it might be. It's literally just anything. could be anything, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. I don't think watching would come under that though. I mean, it might do. I depends. Don't know. It depends. I don't know. Depends. You're just trying to be old-fashioned to be like, oh, it, it can't be good for you if it's on a screen. <laughs> Square eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, self-care then, 
what do what do you do what's your what is your things that you do to kind of wind down take care of yourself not wind down but take care of yourself what does that mean though take care of yourself it's tricky i I look both ways when i cross the road Because you listened to that song when we were kids with the hedgehogs. Of course. <laughs> um, what do I do? Um, I what would you want to do then? Maybe you don't do it. I'd want to get eight to nine hours of sleep, mm-hmm. which I don't. Um, I'd like to take proper breaks rather than be sitting at the computer for like six hours straight and not even realizing what time it is or not having it, not having it eaten or anything like that. Um, so time management, um, stuff like that. And then also just... Do stuff that doesn't have anything to do with making money and never will have anything to do with making money, which is what I really struggle at, like um, practicing the guitar, you know, playing Xbox, um, watching a movie. We put off watching a movie for weeks and weeks and months because what's the use? Like, and I think I annoy a couple of my friends when I literally say to them, like, oh, you waste. We're going to just going to clip that up. I think I annoy a couple of my friends. <laughs> what's that to everyone? Because you do. I do. <laughs> I know my friends a lot. But no, I genuinely think <laughs> I know my friends when I have a conversation with them about the PlayStation 5. My friend was like, why did you sell your PlayStation? I was like, because it's a massive waste of time. He's like, what do you mean? It's enjoyable. I was like, it's going to get me absolutely nothing in life. It's not going to get me any more money. It's not going to get me any, like, and that was, and it's not going to like increase my work or anything like that. And again, it was all related to work. And mm. it made me realize that, no, it's actually okay to do something for the sake of doing it. Like if I play FIFA with a friend, it is going to further my life in absolutely no way whatsoever. It would just be in anything. It would just be a moment of escapism. No, but it's good and friends are good. True. It's good <laughs> and friends are good. But no, but that's important because it doesn't further you professionally. It doesn't prefer you financially. It probably on the contrary is if time is money, that's time not spent making exactly. money. But it will further your satisfaction of spending time with people. It will improve the amount of positive energy with people saying nice things or doing nice things with you so easy fun way to have competitiveness that hasn't got any real consequences like yeah. it's those are all good things to have in life anyway and it's friends a form are good of escapism which is hilarious me saying because <laughs> i never spend time with anybody because i'm always busy like a lot this entire conversation and lots of the conclusions assume we just killed a fly I didn't kill a fly. That we is a kill, disgrace. We don't How dare you? I, I'm just clapping because of the sake of clapping. <laughs> um, a lot of this conversation, the conclusions we might reach, it's hypocritical because it's really hard to change your current lifestyle. Yeah, like I find it so difficult to do anything involved in escapism. Like going skateboarding, it will be such fun and I love doing it. But whenever it's like, should I go skateboarding now? It's like, you know, I'll give you a better one. I'll give you a better one. <laughs> Skateboarding's a bit of a vague one. I need to clean my car. I desperately, desperately need to clean my car. But whenever I think about cleaning my car, I'm like, why? What is the point? It will do nothing for me. If anything, it will be clean for like a week or two and then it'll be messy again. And this is what the article was saying. The article was saying people who are in this hustle culture have lost the will to do anything that doesn't further their academic life or their work life like people have packages that they haven't sent back that have actually cost them money for months and months if not years because and, I, and i've done that i've had packages um and packaged up ready to go and it's been literally six seven months way past the refund period and i'm just like uh yeah because it involves me having to go to the post office and it's really bad and when i was reading it and i was like i was i was, I was aiming to read it and be like this is not going to be me but i could just see it was me and i was hating the fact 
that it, I was just basically reading my bio. Yeah. So this is an article called How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation by Anne Helen Peterson. It's a BuzzFeed essay. I'd highly recommend it. And we will put the link somewhere to this particular one. What she was talking about in the article was exactly that. That people make fun of millennials like we can't do basic tasks like send an email to the insurance company or fill in a form or it took me four months to get my passport sorted i just did it and my dad is losing just send it to the put it in the post office like no i can't be bothered i don't want to and like we get made fun of for being lazy and can't do basic tasks but essentially part of the thesis of her article is that it's like a generational burnout where we can't not that we don't want to i don't think it's that, not that we don't have the ability to not that we're lazy just we actually cannot do simple tasks anymore because of a mix of loads of things but it's not gonna help me make more money like i did it because i actually might want to go away i had to have a reason to get a passport and to send it off well, simple the task with the vaccine. a lot of people i know that took the vaccine because they were going on holiday that's the only reason right yeah like basic admin things we need to do like how about this this is brilliant classic example i've been gluten-free now for three months i had the blood test i haven't checked the website for the results because i just can't be bothered and it I quite enjoy being gluten-free. Have you got your results, though? No idea. I haven't checked. A simple <laughs> oh task. It would take me four and a half milliseconds to go onto the website and just check if the results have come back and if I actually am gluten-free. But I can't be bothered. And that, if you're like... I feel like if you're older than me, you're going to think, what the heck is wrong with you? Why can't you just go onto the website and check something? It's but so like, funny. I feel like people listening will realise that there are so many basic tasks they can easily do but it's, just don't. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> I'm looking at my Trello, right, of my task to do. Something that has been on my Trello for a very long time is remove my Mac from my home insurance. <laughs> now, this would save me probably like four or five pounds a month because my home insurance will go down quite drastically if, I, if it's not on there anymore. But it's the idea of finding out who my home insurance is with because I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Uh, finding the number, calling, waiting to get through to the right customer service, and then explaining the situation, telling them nothing's wrong, eventually getting through to the point where I then have to get rid of it. And it's just like, it's just like, and, and, and it's not even that about having time to do it. It's just like, I don't Because it doesn't to, take long, right? I don't want to waste it. Yeah. We just don't want to do it. But one thing is weird though. One thing I don't ever struggle with is if I ever need anything from American Express, I've got American Express credit cards. Ooh. Their customer service is amazing. And if I ever need anything from American Express, I call them in a split second. Like, because I know within three minutes I'm going to get through to someone and it's actually going to be an enjoyable conversation and I'm going to get the thing that I wanted to get out of it. But I know in order for me to take my computer off insurance, it's going to end up being a headache or sorting out the Wi-Fi but with Virgin. But it probably won't really. It will probably just, be fine. I just don't know. Like, I don't want to take that risk. <laughs> <laughs> I have a subscription to Beer 52 right now. I'm gluten-free. I can't drink beer. Okay? Or at least I can't. I know some people are gluten-free that do and can. It's relevant. <laughs> you can't <laughs> answer. point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just know there's going to be other gluten-free people thinking, oh, but you actually can. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. You're not even gluten-free. You don't check your oh, results. I might not be. <laughs> um... You can't unsubscribe from Beer 52 by going on the website and clicking a button. You have to phone them. Does it cost you? Yeah. How much? Not a lot. Enough to, for it to be something worth doing. What the hell? But similar you to your insurance thing, it's not It's not a lot of money. 
It's not enough to make it like... Which is probably why subscription models now work so well yeah. because we're going to get them and then never, ever, 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 ever bother to take them off. Yeah. But I know people who get ITV Hub, I think it's called, purely to watch Love Island once a year. And they cancel it. And then they don't cancel it because why would you bother doing that? So yeah, I mean, I know people who have done that exact thing but actually cancelled it. So well done to those people. You deserve a round of applause. <laughs> they do. So just going briefly back to that article, what she's talking about in it is it's a generational thing. And there, I think that is why it's red of burnout and hustle culture are so connected, is that hustle culture, this mentality that is pervading all areas of life, people might not think they're in hustle culture because maybe they just have one job. But their attitude to that job is, and other people's attitude to them in their job, and the old whole work experience, yeah, yeah, is influenced by hustle culture. For sure. You're supposed to love your job. It's really, really, really hard, and hustle culture is creating a burnout epidemic among a certain generation, probably ours, and maybe the one just slightly above us, because you need to be on all the time. You need to have a cool job to tell your friends about. You need to have a stable slash respected job to tell your parents or to be impressed with. It's not even that, but I, it's you need to have a job you love, a side hustle or two because you're supposed to, you're supposed to document it all on social media. <laughs> Bloody tiring. But the thing is, it's not even just that. Like, like, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot more than what I would used to see of, of people getting jobs and being totally fine and wanting to work till eight nine p.m. And we had a friend who's working till nine p.m. and she's like, I can't, I can't come over. I'm working. I'm still working. Why are you working? Stop working. You're not being paid anymore. <laughs> Stop working. So, no, 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 no. I, I want to work. I need to work. And then, yeah. and but then that always leads back to the company and this idea of if you want to grow in the company, you've got to show you can do that extra bit of work. But to what end? Yeah. So I think even having one job, a normal nine to five, you can still be considered in this hustle culture because, you know, you want to just work, 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 work all the time. Yeah. I think sort of corporate culture, which I've never had a corporate job and nor have you. But from what I know of friends, family friends who have jobs in the corporate world, it's like if you don't put in those three, four hours extra every day of unpaid work, you won't get promoted. Exactly. Which is mental. It's crazy. And now, like this article was saying, uh, not this one, actually a different one that you sent, about how easy it is to always be on. Mm -hmm. I mean, people... They, they did a study where they said how many people check their emails just before going to bed or wake up in the middle of the night going to the loo and check their emails. I mean, why? Why are you checking a work email at 3 a.m.? Habit. It's ridiculous, though. Mm. Like, thankfully, I have never done that. And I'm happy about that, unless I'm getting up to the airport. <laughs> but, like, that is really... Mad, I, I wouldn't it? even say that's commitment. I would say that's some form of... I don't know, like... It's an obsession. It's a, yeah, it really it's an, that's the word. It's an obsession. So I, I think part of the counterweight, counterpoint to this is a quote from, I'm going to butcher his name, Alain de Botton, where he sort of said, there is a real, he didn't sort of say, he did say, <laughs> there is a real relationship <laughs> between the capacity to endure suffering and the capacity to do great things. Broadly speaking... If you want to be one of the 1%, one of the 1% of idea creators or inventors or innovators or leaders, you you have to work hard at it. You just have to. And there's a challenge between figuring out what, okay, what is hustle culture and bad and negative 
and what is just a good work and well, not forget good i'm not gonna put value judgment on it and just a hard work work ethic like there's a difference between being in hustle culture and working hard it's okay to work hard that's fine there's probably a problem or at least an issue with hustle culture we have to love working i hard. think hustle culture is also it becomes, pro- becomes problematic when you start losing the value of normal everyday things yeah and relate everything back to i could be working why am i doing this i could be working i was talking to someone the other day actually and I, he was joking he was joking but a part of me was like oh, are you joking i don't know but he was sitting in, in the other room playing the guitar and he was like um he was like i sold my guitar i was like why you're really good and you clearly enjoy it. he's like that was a waste of time i was like what do you mean Be like you and your ps5 yeah but i was like but this is different he's like i was like what do you mean it's a waste of time he goes yeah everything's a waste of time except for work and coding i like coding i was like but i mean surely not he's like yeah now i don't know if he was joking or not but it was like anything we were talking like watching movies that waste time waste time just waste time like it's not work and he was he was probably joking because then I, I i i kind of goaded him into i tricked him a bit and i was like well we're gonna go snowboarding then this this winter but not with you because it's a waste of time he goes oh no, no but there are certain things that aren't always <laughs> like snowboarding um and skiing but it was just i think there's a lot of people who who have that mentality of Everything is a waste of time. But you had it too. I still or have some, it. I, and this is what I, uh, I'm realizing today after reading this person, um, I feel like I'm just reading a, my own biography of me. <laughs> I'm just like, I now, but I, I've, I've now that I've realized that I do genuinely want to change. I don't like this idea. It's, it's a bit of a depressing look at life where everything you think is a waste of time. Yeah, I think that is depressing. But to kind of again to put a counterpoint to it is if you really really want to be good at something you want to be one of the best you have to put a lot of time and effort and work into it i I think the difference is is work is a job like part of this hustle culture it benefits the people at the top i nameless faceless gig worker will work tirelessly for jeff bezos i'm in hustle culture doing on my grind blah 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 being an uber driver and an amazon delivery driver and all this stuff but and I'm making X amount, but Jeff Bezos is making billions. Right. So it benefits the people at the top. It's good for the people at the very top that everybody else has this religious fanaticism about work because ultimately it pays them more money, not the people doing the work, Yeah, broadly sure. speaking. And again, we'll, we'll come to when we do that's our a, that's a capitalism h- That is a episode. hot episode <laughs> on capitalism. But I mean, it's going to be wild. It is going to be wild. It's going to be very <laughs> aggressive. Uh, but like, no, but I mean, if you think about it, why do we work? What's the ultimate goal? Freedom, right? And and the ability to do anything whenever you want. And I, we spoke about this in another episode. But if, if the end goal of working our asses off is to enjoy life, how are we going to do that if we've brainwashed ourselves into thinking any form of enjoyment is a waste of time? Or has to have a purpose for work. Exactly. Sometimes, so tricky. We, we need to get back into the habit of mindlessly doing something for the sake of doing it just because, like, like, like being in the moment and not recording something on your phone, all these different things, I think we need to get back to that point because otherwise we're going to get to like 70 years old, 80 years old, 90 years old and still be working and we're going to be on our deathbed thinking look at me i did all this work i've 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 completed a hustle culture club yeah. but like we wouldn't have actually experienced or enjoyed life at any chapter right and if you think of it like that it's really sad yeah it is which is why i think there's going to be or there is already happening a a reaction to it 
i.e. we're just not going to do it anymore, not going to stand for it. And there'll be some kind of work-based revolution, which might be happening now, where the, like at Google and other places that are reacting negatively to the idea that they have to come back into work in the office. It's like, well, no, I'm staying at home because it's better for me. Like, right. I enjoy it more. I get to spend time with people I like more. I have more free time. I can work when I want. Those are all good things. And Google's like, no, no, we want you back in the office. Well, companies like Google actually understood it quite well for a while because, I mean, they've specifically made their offices to be a lot more comforting and fun. Like with the table, that's the, the table perfect the example. It keeps them at work for longer. Yes, they have yeah, showers true. and laundry services and game rooms and all these and food, free food, and free breakfast so that you come to work an hour and a half earlier than you would normally because you can shower and eat breakfast there instead of at home like a normal person. So you shower, eat breakfast, work, have fun, do more work, have fun, eat dinner, do more work rather than coming to work, eating lunch in the middle of work for an hour and then going home again several hours later. Google hacked hustle culture by making it fun yeah and enjoyable That's and crazy. probably paying people quite well yeah <laughs> like it's cool to work at google because you get to have a slide at work but you have a slide at work so that you stay at, at work longer yeah it gets old as well i mean right i don't know how exciting a slide can be really after the 10th time yeah but i don't know it's been a while since i've been on the slide but i've always wanted like if, if if i have ever have like a studio office with lots of employees i'd love to have a table tennis table and all these different things but you're right. At the end of the day, uh, what I think I'd want most is for the people there to go home and enjoy their life. Like I've always been an advocate of if I get to the point and hopefully I'll have employees, I don't think I'll ever have holiday days, like set 30-day holidays. Go on holiday when you want to go on holiday and um, just, just let me know. Give me some warning. And they've actually done studies on this where um, you must have seen this, where people, where, where companies don't have holiday days, where uh, there's a word for it. Um, and I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the name for it. Where yeah, so where companies don't actually have set holidays, people actually end up going away less than yeah. when they're given their thirty days. Right, but that's not a good thing. No, it's not. <laughs> but I think. I, I, and again, right. that's another sort of hacking of the system. If you say to people, you can go on holiday whenever you want, but people actually go on holiday way less. You've succeeded. You get more work hours out of them. Yeah, you're rather right. Rather than you're less. Right. Whereas what you should do is have set holidays, but just have more. And I think I would also <laughs> encourage it. Like I'd people go on holiday for more and make them actually do it. Yeah, I want you to go away. You know, here's you've got the money, or here's a bit of money. I want you to go away for the next week. Take oh, some time off. I reflect. read. I read. I can't remember which company, but it was it was enforcing a company wide enforced week off. Everybody from the CEO to the mailroom, everybody was taking that specific week off. Wow. So everybody has holiday cool. like normal, but also a specific week in the year where the, the entire business is shut. And it's not a small company, it was a big company, I just can't remember which one. That's cool. I thought that was really interesting. I think I would do it more, like, more, I think I would do it more periodically so, like, the company doesn't have to shut for a week. You're right, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, 30% of the workforce go, come back next, like. Right, I think right. I, still enforced, but just not. But I love company. that idea of enforcing a holiday or doing, or doing retreats. I love the idea. Of, and I know it's still work-related and it's another kind of hack for hustle culture, but retreats that have nothing to do with work, the only difference is the people you're going with are your co-workers and bosses. If, yeah, but if you went on holiday with someone you work with, if I went on holiday with my team, we'd talk about work. We'd also have a good time and not talk about but work, I would but we would talk about work. I would work. promote bringing families and kids, that kind of thing, right? And then it's kind of like, 
Interesting. It's just a it's just a holiday where you're not having to pay because your bosses are paying. You just want friends. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just make people come on holiday with you. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just like I just genuinely get sad when I think like 50 years down the line, do I really what like do I really want to just be like yeah I work 10 hours I a day. Work really look hard. at me. So then what are we gonna change? Like I already know what I'm changing. I have too many private tutoring students. I'm gonna not get rid of some but say no to some people i said yes to and not take on any more and wind it down to have less again it is to create more time for things like this podcast and my own podcast that i want to do but it needs to happen because it's it's no longer a side hustle it's now just another job that i don't have time for right if i do have time for it's just killing me <laughs> to do it and if you don't need the money then brilliant i'm upset about that because that's not going to be fun right. earning less but it, it needs to happen. Um, so that's something I'm going to do. Do you think generally it's going to change your behavior? I'm not saying it has to. Like At the beginning, I'm, I don't want to change you or anybody listening, but if you're listening or if you have been listening or reading and you're thinking, oh shit, this is me, which I have done and I'm doing, I think, Christ, I'm doing something wrong. What are you actually going to do about it? Yeah, so... I, it's I, really I, hard, isn't it? It is. Because I feel like, what can I do? Like, there's not, it's not like there's no work or jobs that I that I want to stop. It's not the same as you in the sense that, like, I don't have like teaching or anything like that where I can just stop. I think what I want to do is add certain elements to my day, like take half an hour out in the morning and read. Right, would be a much better way to start the day than starting the day banging into emails. Right, or in the middle of the day exercising. Or well, I like to exercise when I wake up, but um. You know, just stopping for 10, 15 minutes, going to play the guitar and not thinking this is a waste of time. I need to get back to editing my video. I need to get back to doing this. Just to put it out my, like, you know what, you know what the answer is? I, I want to master putting stuff out of my mind and just in a way meditating, but meditating on the thing I'm doing. So like forgetting all the work, the emails, the things I have to do and going to play the guitar and not ever thinking I need to get back, I need to get back, I need to get back, I need to get mm. back. That's what I want to work on. I don't even know how I would work on that. I will look it up and stuff. Tough. But I think that would be a really good step in the right direction because then I'll start appreciating things for those things. And like, there's, like, I've wanted to go on bike rides, but I'm just like, why? You know, the content's not going to be that good. <laughs> it's like, what's the yeah. point? But like, <laughs> the, the thing is that when I'm on the bike ride, I'm really enjoying myself. It's about yeah. psyching myself up to go on that bike ride. Right. And I think if I can get better at, in a way, taking time off, which sounds really weird, but if I can get better at just turning off, shutting down, then, and, and I don't know if it's going to be things like literally physically turning off my laptop, um, turning off my phone, putting it in do not disturb, you know, putting some headphones on and just going to a quiet place, something like that. I don't know. I, it will be like a lot of testing, but after reading those articles and like this episode, I definitely <laughs> want to do something just because I feel like this is just not healthy. It's interesting. It is, is when you start to read about it. Again, be careful of confirmation bias. Just because you're reading about a thing that's convincing doesn't mean you have it. Um, I want to talk about side hustles to finish because I think where I've reached after researching this episode and preparing for it is hustle culture is, without being too binary, hustle culture is a problem. There's interesting elements to it. There's worthwhile elements to it. It's a pro I think it's a problem. Okay, it's quite a bold statement, that. But a side hustle <laughs> yeah. is good because ah, a side okay, hustle okay, okay. is a thing that you enjoy, that you love, that isn't specifically for money. 
it's for pleasure it does make some money because if it can why not helpful it doesn't have to side hustles good because it's a way to kind of put your interest passions creativity into something other than work or or maybe something just for yourself i think that's quite good so hustle culture bad side hustle good speaking of what are some good side hustles or really not that how should a person go about figuring out what their side hustle could or should be for you do you think well i i would say very similar to what we were talking about before and that is if there's something you enjoy doing maybe create a side hustle that hopefully in a couple of years and i say years because you're only going to be focusing on it for like an hour or so a day um or even less but maybe in a couple of years could become a full-time thing for you so my example would be my youtube tech channel i love tech um i love buying tech and this just gives me an excuse to make something out of my tech which is create interesting videos um but i think it should definitely be something that you find enjoyable um and it should never ever be done for the sake of making extra money because otherwise you'll that will lead to either work overworking on your side hustle and then giving up or not even bothering i wouldn't go that far and say never ever i'd say if it, if it's a thing that makes money let it make money that's no fine. but i mean over time like make money straight away no but eventually make money well, yes. not like tutoring for me you you tutor you're making money straight away oh that's true like that it's true. whatever it is you're doing I think part of what why side houses are quite fun is they're normally sort of quite low budget in terms of investment. Yeah. Like if you have a, a place to bake and you can buy reasonably cheap ingredients, which you can, you can bake cookies and sell them. True. That's so, fun. I mean, yeah, a lot of the side hustles can start making money straight away. So, but the, I, my, I think, think it's so more a case of don't try and make it a second job too early. Right. Because that's that's like we were saying at the beginning, that's where people panic and go, I've been doing this side hustle for six months. Now it was supposed to be my second job. I was supposed to be making, you know, 25, 30, 40% of my sort of salary with my side hustle so I could maybe reduce that job because I don't like it. It's boring. It's rubbish. Right. I, this is what I want to do. I want to be a, a baker. Great. Be a baker. Do that. Have a good time. But it, uh, starting a business is not the same as having a side hustle. A business I, will take yeah. a lot longer to be the success you want it to be. A side hustle doesn't need to be the success so it could eventually become that you know what i'm like the wrong person to ask then because when you ask me what i would think is a good side hustle for people i don't ever think of so i don't think i don't think in side hustle language i think in what could become a business which is why i said you know it could take three years to become something yeah because that's how i would approach it but if you're talking about you know like you said the generic side hustle that the average joe can do then yes, it could be creating cookies. Average Joe, let it be the thing that you're an expert at, that you're amazing at. That's fine. I think there's there's hobbies, there's side hustles, and then there's potential future businesses. Like this podcast right now is a side hustle. It's not making any money. We don't spend too much time on it. We both want it to get to a place organically over time where it could be a potential so business. So I would call this a business then. I would but say this it's is not a yet. business with a very, very long-term <laughs> growth. No, really, because in a way a side hustle it doesn't really matter we, i can think it's a side hustle you can no, think it's I a know, business that's I know, okay but the way you define side hustle is a way for someone to make a tiny bit of extra money or mm -hmm. a bit of extra money doing something reasonably easy reasonably low cost that they're pretty good at anyway it's like selling cookies or teaching or maybe doing a bit of writing for some people on the side true yeah no this right. isn't a side hustle because it doesn't make any money <laughs> this doesn't make any money and also this has we neither of us care it's or not expect it. it to make money mm. i'd be happy if it doesn't make money for years right like i'm not bothered whereas yeah. someone who's focusing on a side hustle they're doing it for the sole purpose to make a bit of extra money 
so that they can go and do something with that money, right? So in, if someone is like, like, like so I, I, would, I would, tr would track what I said, right? If you're creating a side hustle and it's going to take three, four years to become something, that's not a side hustle. That is you building a business that could eventually become something big. A side hustle, I would say, is anything, anything that takes a half an hour to an hour a day that allows you to make a bit of extra income buying and selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace, right? Something that allows you to make a bit of extra income that you can then go and use. Yeah. That would be like a side hustle then. I think it's it's very fluid. It's like a spectrum. Like a hobby could become a side hustle that then becomes a business. It could stay a hobby. It could stay a side hustle and never become a business. Right. Like it's a spectrum probably like many things are. Um, so I think we're probably going to leave it there for today. And I don't know how you do that. You get it spot on with an, it's, it's been an hour and 40 seconds. See, I'm just. How do you do that? Because we planned this episode host. to be an hour. <laughs> you, you're not looking at the time though. No. How do you do it? Because Teach us all. You picked me to be a host for a reason. It's because I'm amazing at it. You are very amazing. However, <laughs> I'm just wasting time now. So you get to one minute on over. <laughs> I don't, we didn't need to stop on one minute on the dot. That's not a rule. Um, but we're going to leave it there. It's been it's been fun. It's been interesting. I think we'll revisit this in future episodes. For we sure. will leave a lot of those links that we talked about. Probably on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram in our link in bio in our link tree. We'll put maybe two of them in. So it's not a wild link tree. Um but other than that, thanks so much for watching, listening. Well, I keep saying watching. <laughs> and if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please go to our main page, scroll down. You'll see some reviews there. If you want to leave your own review, we would very much appreciate it so that we can become the number one podcast in business. Um, Stop being so nice. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, or even if you're not and you can go on Apple Podcasts, search the Undone Rope Podcast, leave it a five-star review. Thank you very much. You're so rude. <laughs> just do it. That's just not how you get Stop reviews. being a millennial who can't do simple basic tasks. Dude. <laughs> Flip and do not, it. No. <laughs> he doesn't understand. He's never asked for anything in his life when it comes to social media. <laughs> except for a like. Please, no, consi genu please consider subscribing. Genuinely, we do really appreciate all the reviews. It will we help do. us massively. And I, yeah. And you can say you were part of this podcast when we had like, right when we started. Exactly. You'll be the first review. There should be dated reviews. You'll be like, look, I left a review <laughs> day one. Except it won't be day How one. How about this? If you leave a review now. We'll give you 20 pounds. And we know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and we know who you are, which we might be able to find out. That's creepy. We will. When we do our first ever live show, you get a free ticket. Shout you out? Oh, get a free ticket if you re if you left a review on Apple. Podcasts. Wait, as in a live show, like in a when we do our first ever live show. That's big. Which is going to happen We've at some point. We've never spoken about this. I'm a bit nervous. I don't like doing that. Yeah, we'll do it. It'll be okay. fine. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. All right, we're now three minutes over, so continue. <laughs> Let's finish. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Really appreciate Have it. Have an awesome day, evening, morning. Yeah. See ya. See you.